everybody. I'm back, and it's time for... Suze! Suze! It's been a good few months since I recorded one of these. I've been previewing madly for my Edinburgh show, then I did my Edinburgh show, 25, 25 shows called Suze on Film in Edinburgh, and now I'm back, and I'm hoping that these podcasts will be a more regular thing. So, this first... Elvis Comeback Suzanne Film episode is an IT special. Previous podcast guest Gareth Joyner wangled two tickets to a big preview screening of the new adaptation of Stephen King's 80s novel IT and we thought we'd record our thoughts. However, (laughs) things did not go as planned. Uh, All will become clear. Listen in. Sorry I had so much to drink at the screening. Brackets, one large glass of red and not enough popcorn. And, uh, yeah float down here with me. So you've been watching Richard Madeley. <laughs> Are you recording this yeah, now? Yeah, it's all recorded. Oh, no, we didn't start. Doesn't matter, we start when we like. Oh, right, okay. I'll probably record a separate intro at home on my own saying, sorry about this, guys. <laughs> Stupid Gareth wanted to record this. I don't know that many people, and I was desperate, so I thought, I'll record one with Gareth. That's not true. Who's been on before. No, you're recording it with me, because I got you free tickets. Yeah, I was second choice to go and see... (laughs) (laughs) I was second choice to go and see... uh, Gareth has a preview screening of It. uh, uh, Yeah, I got tickets to a preview that's tonight in Leicester Square. We should clarify that today is the 4th... Wednesday the 6th. 6th. Yeah. Wednesday the 6th 6th of of September. September. And it doesn't come out for another two whole days. No. So we haven't seen it yet and we're going to just record this bit, talk a little bit about the film and uh, what it means to us. Because I've talked about it on this podcast before... Because I hate the 1990 you hate it. TV miniseries. Yeah, I really hate it. You know, you can't, you don't appreciate it for being of its time. No, but I think it really fails to capture the book. Oh. And I think Tim Curry is the best thing in it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's excellent, and he's really working overtime to try and make it good. But I think it's terrible. I think all the adults in it who play the seven um, adults plays the kids as adults. I think they're all shit and that doesn't apart from Annette O'Toole she's alright who plays Beverly um, I think John Ritter gives a really really shockingly bad performance as Ben I don't know who any of them are I've uh, seen it but like not not long ago like I mean a long time ago I read the book when I was 15 and it's my favourite book oh, I was re- going to read the book before, you should but... give it a read Well, I've not you've got time it's only about no, 1100 I haven't. pages we're seeing, we're seeing the film in <laughs> you two re- hours read it on the tube you no. can 1100 pages no, sh- no uh, trouble no so I've not read the book but I saw the film when it was little and I remember seeing the film I didn't see it when it was little because when it came out 1990 I'd yeah. been uh, oh, you'd be four very I was four I think I was four and I remember it being on and I remember it being on the cover of the Radio Times and I remember um, being sent to bed really I, I don't think it's at all scary no but when you're four you probably are but well, everyone spoke yeah. about it like it was really... but people used to talk about The Exorcist like this like oh it's the scariest see, thing see I do bandage. genuinely find The Exorcist very frightening well yeah <laughs> I don't find it scary the ending of it all right, I should say, spoilers, here be spoilers, this is going to be spoiler heavy, because that's just how I operate. It's a clown. It turns out that it's a clown. Well, no, the finale of the book is, it appears as a giant spider. That happens in the film. Yeah, but they don't capture it very well at all. It looks 
completely unscary. It's done stop motion. It's done. They like they run at it and they smack <laughs> it with their fists like a little kid that can't fight. Like, oh. <laughs> and it's all done in silhouette. Like, yeah. There's a also in the book. It does happen, but the spider kills Eddie, the mm. asthmatic one, kills him, and. Yeah, in the book it's described. It's awful. It's, it really kills him. In the film, he basically lifts him up and he goes, ah, and it kind of puts him down and he goes, ooh, and dies. Oh, do you think it's, it's probably going to be really gory, isn't it, in the new one? Yeah, it's really gory in the book. Oh, because I'm really, I'm I'm such a chicken shit when it comes <laughs> to horror. Like once, we, we were watching we'll, we'll War of the Worlds in Edinburgh once and I had to walk out of the flat because it got too much. You didn't walk out, you stormed out in s- crippling fear. Storm out in crippling fear. I politely excused it myself. It was not polite at all. Gareth stood up and went, right, no, no, I'm not doing this. And sort of stormed. And then went to the kitchen and washed the pots because someone had to, that fringe. Very noisily so. cleaned up in the kitchen like a passive aggressive mum. <laughs> Passive aggressive. There was nothing passive in my clank clank. It was like <sighs> anyway. So that was much scarier than I, the film. Yeah, and I um, I'm I'm not very good with horror films. But anyway, so that's the point. Like when when Creep came out, do you remember Creep, the one uh, that's set in the, the one tube? On the tube, yeah. Because there's a new Creep. No, no, not not new Creep. You don't watch creep that one. You wouldn't like it. Creep on the tube. Um, I walked out during the opening credits. To me, Gareth, you'll always be the creep on the tube. <laughs> You better leave that fucking silence in when you edit this podcast. I'm going together. to cut and then add a bit of you laughing from no. earlier, laughing at your own joke. No. <laughs> yeah, that. No, bit. no. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious to see how whether because I like horror films. I like things like vampires and I like witches and I like spooky. The witches is yeah. that a horror film? No, I mean witches is in witchcraft, as in like you know what the craft. Yeah, well stuff. You and know. Of course you like the craft. Well, what's wrong with the craft? It's a shit film. Oh, you just the like girls. Every, you just like hate anything that brings joy to people. That's not true. It is true. You just like shit things like fucking. Yeah, well, that must be why I like you. No! <laughs> Sue's just said she likes me. Uh, I was only joking. Oh, oh double blow. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think I, I'm going to jump in a lot. And if yeah. so, like, when, when the spider kills... Oh, that's not until the second one, though, is no, it? No, it went to the second one. We're film. just seeing the childhood one. What I... Like, I'm going to obviously withhold judgment because I haven't seen the film yet. Uh, the book, my favourite book, is not uh, written in with a linear timeline so it cu- cuts back between the kids as kids and the kids mm. as adults so they're doing the film cut 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 different. yeah mm. but the adults haven't even been cast yet so they're doing it in two parts which I, I, I would rather it was done but the film had gone for hours no but they could still do it as two films but okay. it could maybe we'll get a director's cut when both films are made yeah chop them together yeah I, I don't know yeah just and if I suppose if they film it this year the kids can still play the kids I don't know um, but I'll withhold judgement I'm sure they found a way because even from the trailer it looks like this is a more uh, loving adaptation of the source material but, but you mean faithful yeah, but yeah. with more love. Yeah, but you're not saying it's like a heartwarming film. Well, it might be. The book is. Oh, is it? Yeah, the is ending it? is very emotional. Is it? Yeah. Oh. The final line in the book, I haven't read it for about 10 years, but the final line in the book is, because they all forget about each other at the end of the book. They, they, all the adults sort of go off to their different parts of the world and forget about each other. And um, they want the final line of the book is Bill it says something like oh he, he sometimes awakens from a half remembered dream and just for a moment 
remembers his childhood and the friends with whom he shared it. I remember the scary clown. <laughs> I don't think having some good pals. It's like people people who have like, you know, post traumatic stress when they come back from Iraq like what? they are, ah, but we had friends. <laughs> I'd remember being terrible and also like the friends that died, so yeah, they don't really remember each other. But they, it's, what I'm it's, an, it's allegorical. It's, it's an now, what I'd be interested in, yeah. and now this is the thing, with, with Tim Curry's rendition of Pennywise, yeah. you could kind of believe that that clown could lure a child. Yeah. Because he was like a friendly, like... So when he was like, I'm mm. Pennywise, the dancing clown, you were like, oh, but... Hello, Georgie. Yeah, it's like yeah. clown you'd meet Whereas, like, the new Pennywise is fucking terrifying. <laughs> I wouldn't go anywhere near him. Yeah, it's a little bit brighter chucky. But uh, maybe they've just emphasised the horror on the trailer. Yes, I should think they have. Um, I haven't read any reviews deliberately, but a friend of mine has already seen it, and he said that they use the clown very sparingly in this film oh really yeah so we might have seen a lot of it in the trailer because if he popped up all the time that he said it would make it too much that the clown is part of that world because mm. he is from another world mm. and also yeah. like people people talk about Pennywise being mm. the antagonist of the film but yeah. actually like it is the antagonist yeah, of the it film appears and as Pe- Pennywise things. is one of the things that... yeah he just appears most commonly mm. as the clown um, to me, it's the only ending of a Stephen King book that really works. Oh, really? Because you know Stephen King's notorious for not being able to write good endings to his books. Oh, what have I read? I've read um, Misery. Oh, Misery's very good. Yeah. yeah. And I, in fact, I've only ever read Misery and On Writing, because he wrote oh, that non-fiction yeah, book about writing. Oh, yeah, that's great. I that really like that one. I, re- uh, I really, really love The Stand. That I would say The Stand, because I think it is a very difficult book to film. I think The Stand would be an easier book to film. I wonder how they do it. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm looking forward yeah. to having more of an informed opinion. Maybe delve into the psychology of it. Yeah. What does it represent? Why are we scared Well, yeah, it? I hope that... Because I feel like I, I... I know what it's meant to represent from reading the book, which mm. I didn't get from the... The last 90, film. The 1990 film. So I wonder if they've got that... With this one. And it's kind of annoying that we're only seeing half a film, though, really. Because I'd like to have a complete opinion about it all. Yeah. But, but um, what am I going to do? Wait? Wait for the next one? Yeah. Thanks for this intro chat, Gareth. That's all right. I think we can um, sign off now. And when we return, we'll have seen the film. Let's so. uh, Right, okay, let's make a little bet now. Okay, so all right, have, yeah, let's see. What, what do you think, what, no, what do you think um, is going to be, What? how do you think I'm going to embarrass myself the most during the <laughs> cinema? Do you think I'm going to drop popcorn? Do you think I will shriek? Do you think I will f- walk out? What do you think, what do you think is going to happen? I think you'll get bored and turn to me and go, oh, I'm bored, actually. No, I won't. Like a child would. Maybe. I think that will happen. Well, stay tuned to see. And <laughs> um, see, we've got them hooked now, Sue. Yeah, they they can't fucking wait. Gareth is terrible at watching films because he's got the attention span of about like a really stupid dog. Ah. <laughs> I don't have attention span of a stupid dog. Yeah, you I've got do. A great attention span. What's the longest you've sat through something you weren't really enjoying? Your show. Yeah. Now, <laughs> <Edinburgh>. <laughs> <laughs> Right, bye everyone. I'm not, I'm not going to the film now. There's not like any time I've ever been in before. People die or disappear six times the national average. And that's just grown-ups. Kids are worse. Way 
waivers. Okay, it's me again, just to let you know, many spoilers ahead. If you don't want to have the new film spoiled, don't listen. Okay, guys. Right, let me explain what's happened. What? So, (laughs) from the last thing I recorded, which was with Gareth, talking about how excited we were about it, Gareth had to go on a mission. Long story short, he had to go and rescue a dog from Yorkshire. So as a result, I had to find someone else to take it with me, with Gareth's tickets. And I have just seen the film with Gareth. (laughs) Do do you Gareth voice? Uh, uh, Hello, I I didn't... uh, The film was very scary. (laughs) Wow, it's like he's still here. Yes, I had to find a replacement and I... um, I've, I've only recorded four of these podcasts and I think it's now pretty clear that I only have four friends <laughs> because joining me is uh, star of the first podcast, first Susan Film Podcast. It's Eleanor Morton. It's me and Bert. Yes. Fractionally drunker. Yeah, we've, we're, we're drinking. And we have just seen Stephen King's It, the 2017 film, and we're here to talk about it. Yep. So... Eleanor, what were your immediate thoughts? Uh, I really enjoyed it. Mm. I was scared because I am scared of things. Mm. But I covered my ears when I knew it was going to get scary. But otherwise I thought it was very well done. Mm. And um, I really liked how much they concentrated on the friendships and the, the characters. Yeah, it was an interesting film to watch in the era of Stranger Things. Because... Well, we were saying, weren't we? There's going to be a lot of people who watch it and go, such a rip-up of yeah, Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah. Like, actually, guys, they kind of captured the, that Stephen King Stand By Me thing perfectly, which is in the, uh, in the, book, in the book, which I will keep referring to annoyingly. But disclaimer, because I have not read the book. Mm. I have read... I've not seen the other series. I have read the Wikipedia page okay. for the book. <laughs> That's what I've done. So. That's more than That's enough. That's my background. <laughs> You've read... So you know what happens at the end. I'm Yes, I'm a very... I will look at the Wikipedia pages for, for films I think mm. I'm too... Like, because I did it in the show this year, like, I still am quite bad at watching scary films. Yeah. So I will just look at the story and go, oh, I wonder what the story is. Mm. So I have done that. But, like, I, not not in enough depth to remember exactly what was going to happen. Right. I sort of knew the vague outcome. But, yeah. like, all the different characters, I sort of would blurt into one person, so... Yeah, it, they... And I think the first thing to say about it is the kid actors... Because it only focuses on the kids. The adults aren't in this uh, uh, chapter one. Chapter one. As they called it at the end. Um, they are brilliant. They're really good. And yeah, you, I'm so shit at recognising faces, certainly of kids. But you recognise that the kid playing Richie Tozier was the lead in yes, Stranger Things. Yes, the lead in Stranger Things, but he's, he's not got glasses in Stranger Things. No, Things. so he, he did re-rasheed glasses to himself. Yeah, and I thought there was a bit of a, bit of a barb vibe about... Um, uh, Bev, yes. yeah. Yes, fun. Yes. Sort of 80s redhead kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, she, oh, she was really excellent. She was great. She was very They good. had the the scene which is in the, um, it's in the book and it's in the uh, 1990 film. They really went out there with it, with the blood coming up Yeah, from the oh my God, yeah. It was, it was, yeah. It was a lot of blood in that. And it's, a, it's very much a story uh, for me of the fear of growing up. Yes. Like, the fear of being a child, but also leaving childhood. And I, I love that they have... Yeah. Her thing is the fear of blood. Yeah. I, I love how, for... 
Oh yeah, because she's a woman. <laughs> she's a woman. So they cover the entire bathroom in blood. Because that's <laughs> what it's like, though. That yeah. is what. You know, that is what. It's happened to you. It's happened to me. It's We've all been all there. Us. We've all had a bathroom coated in blood from floor to ceiling. Yeah. I like the way uh, in Stephen King, it's very like, it's not like they're all like having idyllic, perfect childhoods, and then no. this goes wrong. They're all having like horrible, like realistic childhoods. Yeah. And um, so it's not like it goes from a place of happiness to a place of darkness. It's like they've all got stuff going on. Yes. And it's, you know, yeah, it makes you feel more, I don't know, connected to the characters. Yeah, I did feel really connected to all of them, I'd say. Yeah. Like, bear in mind, there's seven kids. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of kids. Seven kids in the Losers Club. Um, they're all very well-drawn. And the bullies are well-drawn as yeah. well. Yeah. I like um, the kid playing Henry Bowers is excellent. That's the main and bully, isn't it? Yeah, yes. yeah. Henry Bowers in the movie, uh, the 1990, not the movie, in the 1990 TV series, he looks like, um, he's very good in that as well, but he looks about 26. And <laughs> is that Grease casting? Yeah, well, he, and he does look like he's from Grease because it is set in the late 50s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, and I'm trying to think what he looks like. He, look, he looked like um, this kind of, the, the pretty boy at school and they just put a bad boy yeah, jacket yeah, on yeah. him or something yeah so it was really well cast in this one where he's like this gross mulleted I will son say, of a policeman I will say something um, mm. that I wouldn't say normally but because I have a rum and coke um, <laughs> the, the the bully that goes missing yeah that is totally my type when it comes to terrible <laughs> awful people you shouldn't fancy same because tall I get... skinny dark head yeah creepy face yes. yeah he looked like um <laughs> He was like Baby Adam Driver. Yeah, that was exactly it. I was like, oh, this is and I weird. And I do really fancy Adam Driver, but I prefer him when he's playing the hideous character he plays on Girls. To That's, I was just going to say, I prefer the opposite. <laughs> I, I really... prefer him as Star Wars. <laughs> is that worse? I think it's the hair, though, actually. Kylo Ren. The hair is most of the there was a bit. There was a bit in, when I saw Star Wars in the cinema, when they took off the mask, yeah. And revealed his face yeah. for the first time. You did see you did see all the women in the cinema kind of going, Ooh. <laughs> oh, Mel will melt a little bit. Oh, I wanna find out about my dark side. Yeah. Darth Baber. <laughs> We've got to talk more about it. Yes. Uh, um, so the bullies yeah, the bullies were good, the the Henry. Why do I look like Draco Malfoy? I genuinely was for a second I was like, is Tom Felton playing that? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um yeah, I like the the backstory and like yeah, I think more films are kind of cottoning on to why you should show why someone's an arsehole. Yes. And not yeah. just present them as like a 2D kind of... Like yes. Especially bullies, because people don't tend to be bullies unless... I mean, there was definitely a couple of people in my school who were just uh, psychopaths. Yeah. But most of them had like a reason yeah. why they were being an arsehole. Well, yeah, it comes from something. Well, yeah, they had the girl in the chemist. Yeah. Uh, in, in, the, in the pharmacy in the adaptation we just see in yes. the 2017 one and her dad is definitely a pedo <laughs> yeah. it's it's kind of played for laughs but in a very acceptable way yeah well, yes the glasses are the pedo isn't it yes yeah <laughs> i mean but there's an actual pedo in the film yes well that and because it's kind of like shit beverly this beverly marsh um sort of flirts with this pharmacist in order that uh the lose the other losers can steal a load of cotton wool and plasters and stuff because their friend's got a cut up body and they cut up his body has been cut up he hasn't got a sliced up corpse and yeah so she flirts with this pharmacist who's a creep yeah he's creepy and you it's it will be easy to go well 
you know, that's stupid, it wouldn't happen, girls that age. Yeah. But her father is exactly, it's heavily yeah. hinted at that he's a paedophile and, yeah. and that there's incest. and um, it, That's very good because in the book we never know for sure. Oh, like really? Her. Yeah. And, and yeah, we never, and she, he does beat her, but we never find out for sure if he actually okay. interfered with her sexually. Um, there's hints of that kind yes of yeah and when it appears to her he appears it appears as her father yeah but um completely sexual uh, right and it's really unsettling yeah um i wasn't surprised that wasn't in the film yeah, yeah. Say, like uh I, yeah because i was thinking i was like it's quite dark obviously dark because yes. it's horror but like yeah it yeah i was like how far are they going to push all these things mm. like because I think you can obviously push it too far into, and then it becomes a bit camp and silly. And yes, you don't, you don't want to get it. You don't want it to end up was being that, like Precious. Was that? Oh, it's Precious Lila. I've never seen Precious. Oh my god, Precious! Again, because I'm too nervous to watch films like that. Precious is this brilliantly acted film about this woman who has a baby that's her dad's baby yep. that has AIDS because she has AIDS, and also her mother. Um, sexually abuses her and is on drugs. Yeah, and it's like again. I, I mean, I, you shouldn't laugh, but it, it's 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 too much though. Isn't it's it? like you watch it and you go, and and Precious is this incredibly simple, pure being who yeah. just wants to learn to read. And it's like, come on, guys, this is torture porn. Yeah, no, it's and a it, bit too many issues, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But Mar- Mariah Carey and Lenny Kravitz and um, Gabrielle. what's her name? Gabrielle Sidibes, I, I think so. They they're all excellent and Monique as well is yes, very good she's it? the mum isn't she yeah um, yeah all, no, all superb but it's like too much too much too much stuff yeah, yeah. You, you, I mean I don't disbelieve that that has happened to some people but it's Absolutely. kind of like a soap opera isn't it it's like it's like yeah if, if it all happens to one person you kind of go yes she was kind of used as the screenwriter's punch bag and, and she remains so sweet yeah. yeah there's not one moment where she goes like I hate the world. Yeah. And That's interesting because it's, it's based on the book, isn't it? Mm, so mm-hmm. the book must be pretty similar. I wonder, yeah, I've, I haven't read it. But, um, yeah. Was, so was that one of the problems with the original It series? Was was the acting? like was Because well, I know the, people aren't as... Like they like yeah. they like it, but only because that's kind of like the only people thing. Like, people like the original It there. a lot more than I do. I've, I've found not that many people who agree with me that it's fucking terrible. Oh. Tim Curry's excellent. Uh, I think we yep. talked about this on... I think he's, always, I think he's <laughs> just great in everything. He is. He, he always gives it... Well, he, give, he gives it far more than he needs he's to. He's 100% Tim Curry. Yeah, yeah. All the time, every time. There's various scenes in the It miniseries where Tim Curry's obviously being told, right, cut, and he's gone, no! <laughs> <There's> <laughs> I'm more! Act- I can do more! I'm acting. Tim Curry has more to do. Uh, and he's great as Pennywise. But he's one of those actors who would never not give his all. For That's it. Even yeah. if he's doing like that Charlie's Angels remake. Yes. He will. He will like. He, he's getting paid. He's going to do the job. He doesn't know the meaning of phoning it in. No. And that is. And that is that is nice. We should respect. We should respect that. Young who was it? Ian McKellen, I think. He's like. He says something like, "Never be. You might be in a bad film, but never be a bad actor." Yeah. That's, that's cool. yes. That's very good. And that's something that I have done every time I've had to do yeah. nine a.m. kids shows. Yes. Yeah. And the kids are being really badly behaved. I still make sure I'm giving it my all. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm worse at that. If I go to an audition and the, sh- and the script is shit, I f- I'm so bad at just going for it. I do not have that. That's much. Yeah. have that ability. No, to just go I for it. like in various job interviews where I've really needed the job. 
I'm not very good at considering I'm trying to be an actor. Yeah. Please I'm not give very it good to at me. telling them. Yeah, no, I really want this job. They'll go, what are you doing this job for? I'll be like, I don't want money. Oh, I don't know. So sorry, so Tim Curry's good in yeah, it. Yeah, Tim Curry's great in it. And the kids are good. The kids are pretty good. Not not nearly as good as they are in this new film. But they are good. But the adults are... Sh- are they're so shit. Really? They're I, I, I think I've heard this from someone else. Right. I think, yeah. I think there's a bit... I think there's a bit at the end of one... Of, at the end of the film, which is like... Laughable, something that's the, the way it's, the, actually, it's um <laughs> the woman who plays Bill's wife. Because uh, I think what they're going to do. So at the end of um, this new adaptation, they have. Should we say spoilers? Or are you? Gonna... Oh, I've done that. Oh, yeah, spoilers. yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> spoilers, spoilers. Uh, Beverly Marsh, the only female member of the Losers Club, she goes missing. And they go after yeah. her. That doesn't happen in the book or in the 1990 TV movie. Uh, so I think how they will end the next one is they're going to go after Bill's wife. Because um, Bill's wife does get taken by it. Oh, uh, okay. And they do find her and take her back. Audra, her name is. And in the uh, in the TV miniseries, she's played by... Yeah, I can't remember her name. It's the woman who played Juliet in... Uh, Franco Zeffirelli's Romeo and Juliet. Mm. Um, she's very, very beautiful. Oh, what's her bloody name? Can't remember. She's very beautiful and cannot act. Yeah. Her acting is so bad in it that I can't believe she ever was I an mean, actress. Because she's good in Romeo and Juliet. Well, there's a lot of people like that. Mm. There's a lot of people where you're like, oh, they do one film where they're quite, they're not required to do much. Yes. Maybe not Romeo and Juliet. That sounds like quite hard, but. Well, yeah, and I think she's about 16 in Romeo and Juliet, and maybe it was an element of, like, she was so unspoiled that yeah, she yeah. was able to get... But, oh, she is dreadful in it. She's doing... I think she, part of the problem is she's trying to do an accent. I don't know what accent. She basically... Is she, is she American? She, I think she's American, and in the film, I think she, maybe she's trying to do an English accent. She goes, oh, yeah, know. where are you going? Oh, God, It's no. very strange. Yeah, just leave Literally, it out. Not enough people... Not enough people slag it off. <laughs> but we will. We're not, think, we're not afraid to do that. I'm not afraid to slag off this woman's acting in a film from 27 yeah, years ago. Yeah, so who's brave now? Yeah, exactly. Mum. Pretty out there. Oh, talking of 27 years ago. So the book came out in 1985, 86, and was set in the late 50s, and then it cuts to the mid 80s yeah. when the adults go back and fight it for the second time they've moved it all forward to the late 80s so the kids are there and it's 1988 uh, and it really works yeah it's really great I feel like I didn't know it was only towards the end of the film I was thinking oh hang on it can't be set in the 80s because because they then they go to the future and it was written in the 80s but for a yes. I just thought it was set in the 80s because that would suit it really well yeah like the 50s actually you no know, I guess I guess when it comes to I guess the fifties was much more repressed, so things mm. like sexual abuse and and all this stuff that was going on, um, and all the bullying and stuff, and all the racism could probably be more like swept it's, under the rug in the fifties. Yes, 50s. They, the racism wasn't. Uh, I got the feeling it was more racist in the book. Very, it's extremely racist in the book. But I mean, obviously, like, you don't have it doesn't you don't have to spell it out if there's like a black kid getting beaten up. Yeah, exactly. Like, the only black kid in town, and they do say in this in this new. Adaptation. They he says, doesn't he? Like, yeah. told you stay out. Of yeah, stay out of town. Like you don't belong. And they do much. seem to hate him, don't they? They they yeah. seem to really vehemently hate yeah, him. Yeah, but it's more overtly 
racist. Yes, in in the book, it, the language is extremely racist, and uh, he t- in the yes in the book he talks about what it's like to be a black kid in the late fifties in yeah. Maine, and yeah, um, I'm sure in the eighties it was no picnic. No, <laughs> no, definitely, definitely not. But um, and he's the only character who stays in the town. Okay. So when they go back to them as adults, he's the adult in the town yeah. who's remained there and so it'd be interesting to see yeah. if they have an element about the race that like, the, the yeah. race strand is carried through um, Phew, yeah it's yeah. relevant yeah right. you know yeah and Maine is still a very white state what? So, well, what it, it even sounds white actually Maine <laughs> New England yeah um, the yeah because so yeah because when you say, so before we watched the film two guys from whoever was it part of a festival yeah fright fest um which i think is just finished and they came up and yeah said, they like, just said like welcome to the show and yeah. they just said it was gonna be two hours long so mm. for me I, I thought that was gonna be the whole story because mm. two hours was like quite a long time um so i was so like they got to like a halfway point where i was like okay so now they're gonna they're gonna finish and then go to the future yeah and then it got to the point where i was like probably can't really fit the future in now. Are they going to do it in 10 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to like, cut to the future mm. and everyone is feeling weird. So yeah. they go back and kill it. The <laughs> so yeah, and then I was like, oh, okay, they're probably going to leave that. Mm. But then I was like, is that, I didn't know about the sequel, so I was like, is that, are they just going to finish it here, like end of? Because that would have worked as well. Yes. Yeah, the, the fact that they all promise, which is in the uh, book, they all swear they swear if this comes back we will come back and kill it yeah um the bit where bill and Beverly kiss is not uh do they have sex instead of yes yeah. they do there's like a ch- it's called the child orgy which uh, would, which i mean orgy yeah all the, she has sex with all of the yes boys, no, one after I the other i just remembered that yeah and is that like a pact almost yes it's uh, it doesn't work at all. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before. Um, it doesn't work at all, but in the book, the timelines are not linear, so their time doesn't exist in the sewers, and they the two battles of it take take up about 150 pages, so the adults and the kids are both in the sewers. At the it's same time? It's like it's at the same time. Okay, okay, okay. And she sees into the future, which she says she does in she, this yeah, film. She, she goes, does. oh, I, I saw us all as adults. And I thought that was a really nice touch yeah. because, I mean, it, it doesn't really work. Stephen King was obviously like, I know, and it's not, but it's not written for titillation at all. Uh, well, it's like 13-year-olds. Yes, you couldn't film it. Like, no, I was going to say. No way. I mean, was it, in, it wasn't in the other one then. No. Oh, my God, no, there was absolutely nothing like that in the um, other film. Well, the other film was uh, not really a film about childhood or friendship. It was a film about a killer clown. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, you know, it works for something. Killer clowns are scary. They are scary. We, oh, which brings us on to, we need to talk about Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. Yes. Because I think, for, not so much for me, but I think for a lot of people, forgetting Tim Curry as Pennywise was going to be a big deal. Yeah. And they've done that brilliantly. He's almost not even just the the everyone's it he's mm. like everyone's scary clown yes he's like the scary clown not even just for that film but like yeah. just for the genre of scary exactly clowns, yeah he is so yeah he's the, he's the um benchmark when it I, comes yeah. to scary clowns i think it was really good i was confused about how old how young he seemed and how that was going to work mm. um 
Because he seemed younger than in his 30s, but I'm sure that's just... Yeah, they almost, they make him look like a child, and then he changes size all the time, which was very... Which could have been shit, but yeah. I felt it really worked. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Sometimes he was enormous, and sometimes he would sort of pop up out of nowhere and be quite childlike and small. And, yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I, I liked him. It was good. Yeah, Scary. yeah. Very good, like... The design, the makeup. Was yeah, incredible. it was very good. I... <laughs> I really the 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 wee boy playing the brother Georgie. Yeah, was so cute. Oh god, they he make was him too like, cute. He was. It re- that was very moving. Yeah, all the scenes actually where you can see Bill is. It's hard to do a thirteen-year-old boy dealing with losing yeah. his six-year-old brother. That's a yeah. That's a. I mean, it's hard at any age, but that's a huge deal. Yeah, um, and I and I'm not normally like too big on like cute kids and things. no. But but this one was just something about him. I was like, oh, God. it was very real, and his acting was. Uh, He's just very adorable and very, very like. And also, I guess you know what's going to happen, so you're just like, yes, don't let it happen. Yes, I wonder. It'd be very interesting to talk to someone who didn't know the story at all, who yeah. came to it fresh and wondered if that really was Georgie at the end. Yeah. Because um, spoiler alert, he appears to Bill real as anything and says I want to go home take me yeah. home and, and you think he's real because of the arm yes so you think that's the thing that says this is the real it's one it's real it's real I would yeah I had some reservations because it's very early in the film the death of Georgie I had a couple of reservations about how it was filmed mm-hmm. um, they do it we see the CG of the clown he opens his mouth and he's got these multiple rows mm. of sharp teeth and um it's an amazing design, but it's very CG. Mm. And we see that, and I was thinking, oh, I'd quite like this filmed from far away, so we mm. don't really see the death. I was going to say, yeah, that would have been really creepy. Yeah, I think that would have creeped. See, because you see, there's a whole, um, uh, what's the word? There's a real motif all the way through of adults seeing and turning away. From, yeah, yeah. And, and adults being very much complicit, almost, without knowing it. In what goes on in the town. You see when all the blood appears in the bathroom? Yes. Um, now, can he not see that, or is he just being weird? Yeah, I feel like he can't see it. Yeah, because he would, surely he'd say something if he actually yes. see it. I feel like adults... Because he's the kind of character who would, like, blow his top if he found Yes. Yeah. Why is there blood all over the bathroom? I, re- I quite like the fact that in this film... Every adult is, like, fucking useless. Yeah, yeah. They're all completely inept, and... But it kind of... It, it is, it's, it is a little bit like that, isn't mm. it? Adults, kids will say, this happened, and a lot of adults will go, okay, then. Yeah, or so, don't tell tales or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Don't hate Don't be like, childish yeah, to just, children. Just, yeah. Um, I just, yeah, I thought it was it was a shame the way the, the dad shouts at what William Bill, because mm. I was like, you know, you should just be like, obviously, it's very clear that he's having a hard time, just be like, I'm really sorry, but your brother's dead. Yes. So I thought it was a bit like, why do you have to blow your top? Well, obviously that was... Yeah. Okay, I said that twice now. Interesting. Can I, <laughs> I refill? Go for it. Can I, um... Guys, just uh, so you know, oh, Eleanor's gone to uh, top up know. her rum. I don't know how much noise this will make, see. Well, I hope it makes some good noise. Drink, drink. They did a very good job, uh, which wasn't so much done in the 1990 miniseries, of... So in the book, it is not a clown. It just appears as a clown. Yeah. It appears as a clown most often. Um... But can appear as anything, and its true form cannot be 
understood yeah. by the human eye, which uh, Gareth earlier said is a total cop out. But no, I, I get it. I get it. No, but it's like the, that's, like, that's quite uh, Lovecraft, isn't it? Like the yes. fear of the unknown. Absolutely. Like it was this horrible thing, and you're like, what yes. kind of thing? And you're like, it's horrible. The, the, that's creepier somehow. Georgie. Yes, this is part of the reason I was a bit like, eh, the way you filmed this, I, I yeah. don't love it, with uh, the death of Georgie. Um, he, there's a line in the book, it's a really long time since I read it, but I think this is right, where it says, George, he reached for the boat, something like he reached for the boat, and then saw the, clowns, saw the clown change into something that, in less than a second, made Georgie lose his sanity. Whoa. Um, and Nella describes what it is, and I wanted that. I wanted more yeah. of that kid's reaction, and then cut to far away. And um, I see why they needed to show it. In yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's. But I, I, I also wanted a, a point where you where you've got visually, you've got that the clown wasn't the real form. Yeah, I would have liked to see yeah. where it changed into something less tangible, maybe. And you were yes. like, oh, okay, this isn't. Because he's um, there's so much talk in the uh, in the book of the deadlights. They call them the deadlights, yeah. and uh, we do see them in the film. They're never named, um, and it, yeah, I could have done with a bit more of that. These this idea of these lights that drag you in and yeah. make you lose your sanity because you can't comprehend it. Um, but at least we didn't have a stop motion spider <laughs> yeah now I've heard about this I've seen it because I can't watch spiders in movies it is I am terrified of spiders it is mad scary oh okay that's good to yeah know. it looks like it, it genuinely looks worse than a lot of low budget 50s um, <laughs> why you know, science bother? fiction. I don't know what they were thinking it does not work at all I guess yeah I guess that's before Lord of the Rings so before the oh film. yeah yeah I can't watch that scene yeah, it's horrible. Um, yes. Just, to, oh. to mention it. Um, yeah. yeah the, but they, yes, we don't get that. As them as kids, uh, they so don't fight the spider. But but, do, but they do as adults. They, they do... Or in I the think book, they do as children the, as well. Okay. Maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. No, they don't. They don't see the spider until they're And is adults. someone... Is, um, is one of the kids scared of spiders, or is it just... No. Of... I don't think there's explicit use of... The, one thing that's in, in the book, when Beverly, the blood's all over the bathroom, her dad bursts in, it's like, what the fuck are you screaming about? She says, she, go, she goes, look, 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 in the sink. And he puts his hands in the blood and looks and goes, well, there's nothing there. Yeah. And she goes, and she realises he can't see it. Yeah. And she says, oh, there was a spider, there was a huge spider. And he says, oh, well, it's gone now. Okay. Um, I, ah, yeah, that, which is a really is- lovely term. It's just like my dad. My dad is so unsympathetic. With <laughs> oh god, he has no concept of of phobias. He's not really. I mean, he does have phobias, but he doesn't get like right. irrational fears. Yeah. And I, I hate spiders. So every time, oh. I, every time there was a spider, I would have to beg him to get rid of it. And he's just yeah. like, "What's the deal?" And I'm like, I'm so oh, "Don't make me beg." <laughs> oh. And then like, yeah, like he would, he would get rid of it. But it was just like there was no like understanding of why, why I might not like this thing because he's yeah. like well it can't actually hurt you so what's the deal and I'm like oh, it's not about that it's dad. not about the pain but that's that's a whole that's a whole different podcast that's a whole different yeah I have arachnophobia too um, my mum thinks I'm an idiot yeah I mean Joyce is the same he doesn't he's not doesn't bothered. get it <laughs> he's really scared of moths which I think is funny because <laughs> moths are scary um, Russell Brand said moths are zombie butterflies <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're like goth butterflies <laughs> my 
this is so topic. My dad has a moth trap. My dad's like a biologist. Oh yeah. Very into um, all this kind of stuff. And he always got a moth trap. And, yeah. um, uh, and I was like, oh, God, I hope it's not here when John comes around. <laughs> like, because he always wants to show people the moths he's got <laughs> and the different species. And it's Does like, he keep them alive? Yeah, no, he just, he just, he just, it's just to like record which ones are oh, in I the see. area and then he lets them go again. It's okay. all very boring and scientific. I li- no, I like it. Um, Anywho, phobias. Sounds like an 8 bit computer game, like <laughs> Muff Trap. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a hobby. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, phobias are. Uh, so, yeah, because I thought it was interesting that it appeared as a clown before the guy who said he doesn't like clowns said he. Yeah. And then you see it in the past in photographs and it's a clown as well. Yes. So that's yeah. interesting. It, um, is there anything in, that well. Is there anything in the book about where it came from? Yes, there is. I talked about this uh, with Gareth earlier. So they, I, I had a feeling this wouldn't be included in the yeah. new film because it's not strictly necessary, but it's just a brilliant piece of writing in the book. They, they set up, they read about an ancient ritual where... Um, Native Americans would breathe smoke mm-hmm. uh, in an enclosed space until they hallucinated and they'd yeah. see through time because they wanted to know what it was. The kids wanted to know oh, what okay. it was. And they set up this smoke room and various children, various kids can't take any more and leave yeah. until there's two of them left. I think, uh, I want to say Bill and Ben, the, the, the kid who, the, like the overweight kid. Bill and Ben, the flowerpot man guys. Oh, Ben was so cute. He was, wow. oh, he was really funny, wasn't he? He was really, with his new kids yeah. on the block obsession. That was really cute. Um, <laughs> so, yes, they, and they, they do start to hallucinate and they go back to like the dawn of time, basically. Okay. Like the first moments of the earth being sure, sure. a baby planet and they see it arrive from space. Okay. Um, and it's all very mystical. It's written very mystical. And, yeah, yeah. And then they... I think only one of them has remained in there and gets dragged out and has to be resuscitated. And they go... He said, I saw it. I saw where it came from. And I know what it is. Yeah. It's really... Yeah, I, I, I must read it again. Yeah. It's very interesting. Um, because... Oh, that was a good... That was a nice bit of fan service as well. So... When Bill goes into Georgie's room in the new film, finds a Lego turtle. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of talk of the turtle in the book. Um, the turtle is kind of the anti-it, and it's oh. been there since before the universe. Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah, I really, I saw that, and I went, ah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice little bit of fan service. Because it, it was nice, because I was thinking in the film, it, I wish there was kind of force for good that was there as well. Yes, and there, yeah, this, this turtle is kind of... Um, fighting against it because it's very it's it's pretty like nihilistic the way the whole thing works it's very like yes hardcore horror in the way that it's very kind of it's ruthless ruth- yeah, yeah there's, there's no humanity sort of yeah it's very like just because these are kids and whatever we're not gonna yes not gonna be a soft touch no I'm, absolutely I'm Stephen King Stephen, yeah, and hefty, Stephen King some like hefty action sequences as well with them fighting yeah and, I, oh, yeah. yeah and also I was I was Wondering how far they were going to go with the Beverly and the dad because I was like, I don't, yes. I wouldn't have ruled it out of them. No, you getting more. There was a, a moment where when he because he keeps saying, "Are you my girl? Tell me you're still my girl." So he keeps going, "Yes, I am." And then she finally stands up against him and says, "No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not." And he he attacks her, and you wonder, it's like, oh, is this? Is yeah, we're going to get, get more full, more. full, um, 
Full horrible. Full incest. We're going to go full <laughs> incest here. Um, and they don't. She... I don't remember, and I feel like I would remember if it, if it did happen. Yeah. She... I, I'm pretty sure she doesn't kill her dad in the book. Yeah. Was he dead? I mean, he just... Had, yeah, she hit was, him with a... Yeah. The t- lid of the toilet system. I don't think that happens in the book. Yeah. Um, I also... Don't remember Henry Bowers killing his father. I know Henry Bowers ends up in a mental um, asylum. uh, Which he's not going to, surely, because he's fallen down a well. Well, does he come back? Maybe, yeah. They 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 appear to kill him in, but we never see a body. Uh, You don't see a body. Yeah, (laughs) Um, body. in the in the book and in the nineteen ninety miniseries, they Henry Bowers, the main bully, ends up in an asylum. Okay, and does the work of it like it, pe- it it keeps appearing in the moon and henry like a renfield kind of thing. yes yeah and henry's very terrified of him it talks of his terror of yeah it but his love of it as well they also oh they did a really good job about making a lot of the adults look a little bit like the clown yeah I, I, I suddenly noticed it went oh and i was looking for it and there were a lot of like Eddie's mother yeah. at various points holds her face in a way that's very like. Oh, you know what else was weird? There was um and this never came back and I just remember it. So when Ben is in the library the first time mm. and he's looking through the book and the pages the photograph is getting bigger and bigger. Yes. Behind him there's a woman one of the women putting stuff on the shelf. Not the main librarian, a different one, she's wearing a pink dress. Mm. And she's standing in a like during the, the, the close ups She's standing in a very like weird stance where it looks I like she's notice. part of the scene, like she's gonna do something, and she never does. And then when the kind of the the climax is over, she's just back putting books up on the shelves. Mm. But that was really interesting. She was very much like standing watching him from like a, a distance, like in a weird stance. Oh god, stance. I'm gonna have to watch this again. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't you, see you should. It. It's because I was like, oh, what's gonna happen here? And then yeah. it didn't. Nothing happened. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Right. Um. But yeah, definitely like subtle bits of creepiness like that. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Eddie's mum, Eddie's mum, and then um, Henry looked off, or often a lot like yeah. the clown. They did that very well. I thought Henry uh, very much looked his age as well. I like that. Yes, yeah. Um, none of the bullies were. I can't remember if I mentioned that. Yeah, um, baby Adam Driver did not look fifteen, but <laughs> no, he didn't. Some 15 and that's why I feel don't. okay about fancying him. Yeah, so it's fine. Yeah, if even we, though if we look him up in real life, he's probably like twenty three. <laughs> I pray to God. Um, <laughs> oh my God, Eleanor! Turns out he was thirty. I always have weird crushes in films. <laughs> I wonder if we're going to get his backstory because that kid in the yeah in the book what's he called Patrick or something? Patrick Hoxtetter I think his name is in the book he's very weird. Uh-huh. It's they very they very good at, and they did it in this film actually about her showing that the whole town is it. Uh, so the adults in in there in how they're complicit, mm. um, makes them part of it, and Henry is very much part yeah. of it. You see, like, the clown will often be in the background when the bullies are doing what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yes, I thought they did that... Uh, oh, God, I can't remember where I started. I've got to stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> never stop drinking. Never stop, never stop, never stop drinking. They... Who was I talking about? Henry. <laughs> the bullies and how... It is in the... Yeah, I think I was just going with that, yeah. They they make it very clear that it is the whole town mm. and everybody in it. And Patrick is 
from birth weird. Okay. In the book, we have a whole chapter on him, and he is from birth unhinged, right. and he, I think as a five or six-year-old, suffocates his baby brother. Oh, fuck yeah. And That's not good. he just puts the pillow on the baby's face, and there's a lot of talk. Oh, he was very fascinated about how snuffly the baby got, and he kept doing it, and then he did it until the baby wasn't moving anymore. And they find the baby, the parents find the baby dead, and there's a bit where it goes, oh, the, it says the mum looks in on sleeping Patrick and something too awful to contemplate okay. entered her head and she pushed out very quickly. Something like that. So um, they never really accept that that's what happened? Yeah. So, yeah. so they show him as a six-year-old and then they, he, he lures uh, Mike from the Losers Club, who's the black kid, he lures his dog away and shuts uh. it in a fridge in like an old abandoned fridge oh. and then every day keeps going back and letting it out and then putting it back in oh. and on the third day he goes back and it's died in there in the fridge and it's horrible yeah. the way it's written is horrible but he this Patrick kid only ever views it with fascination very very serial killer yes yeah yes it's very much talking about amazing. our second love series yes um, going back to what we love the most which is serial killer um <laughs> Um, um, I thought, I thought, oh, they're going to show him shutting these animals in yeah. fridges. But well, they... well, I was wondering what they were going to do with that cat when they had the cat yes. target practice because I was like, I don't put it past them to have a horrible. No, thing. yeah, these they've painted these kids as so fucking horrible. Yeah, you you wouldn't be massively surprised mm. if they did do it, but yeah, they didn't shoot the cat. That's nice. That's yes, good. this is a film, guys, where no animals, no harmed. dogs or cats are harmed. Yeah, a sheep is. No, but... no. Oh yeah, the sheep is. But the hamster isn't. No, the hamster seems to get away fine. with it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess putting our Freudian caps on. Yeah. Do you think it's a film about how bad things happen and people don't... Like, complicity is part of is part of evil. Oh, yeah, so I the think, way in yeah. Which, in which all these things are happening to these kids and, like, with their families and stuff as mm-hmm. well and people not not accepting it is part of why... Like with the bullying and the abuse. Yes. Uh, people just kind of ignoring it is, is just as bad as doing it. Yes. Yeah. It's very timely. It's in, it's from the very first scene. There's that woman who comes out of her house yeah, in the rain. That's and right. sort of looks over her balcony and sees Georgie, the first victim we see in the film, this little six-year-old boy. Yeah. And it's weird what he's doing. He's bent over and talking into a drain. Yep. And she just sees that. And she doesn't even like laugh and go like her kids or anything. She just kind of sees that and almost backs away back into her house, mm-hmm. like she doesn't want to admit yeah. there's something weird in Derry, yeah, in town. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that that feels like a that feels like a good theme, doesn't it? I think yeah, very timely, super timely. Just yeah, and just thinking about because I'm so in that I've been listening to so much last podcast and just yeah, just constantly like true crime, but just definitely when you know about things, especially in America. People just ignore stuff if they're not, if they don't want to get mm. involved. Um, did, did Gareth? Did Gareth? Has Gareth seen the other one? Or read the yeah, book? he hasn't read the book. He's seen the nineteen ninety film and he quite likes it. Mm-hmm. Is he, he a he horror fan generally? No, he's not. He's not he said he's very bad with horror. He said um, that if he'd come to the film today, he'd have been jumping out of his seat. <laughs> and actually watching it, I was like, oh my god, he'd have, he'd have shat himself. Yeah, um, <laughs> he'd have just done what I'd done and just like. Blocked off all the fingers and ears. Yes, it, there were a few jump scares, but they weren't jump scares and nothing else yeah. in the film. They, they had a reason to be there. Yeah. A, another thing that I thought was 
um, excellent in the film was the score. Yeah, the score was great. Really, really great score. Um, I don't know who I don't know who did it. Yeah, no, I I saw it an article about it yesterday. Sort of uh, not Disney-ish, but you know, like a yes, this sort of film very um, uh, epic. Yeah, yeah kind yeah. of uh, very big orchestration. Um, At the beginning, it almost sounded like we're going on a magical adventure. Yes. <laughs> yeah, luring, Not luring really. you in as well as the kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I felt like there were times where I could have done with less score, mm. but I am a bit like that anyway. I quite like because they they scored pretty much everything the clown did. I was going to say I probably didn't hear a lot of that. <laughs> you think as it is? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know, but I could have done with, for instance, Ben's in the library and oh, yeah. a balloon yeah. floats across the library. And he oh yeah, I've it. seen that. Yeah. Um, I could have done with that being silent. Yeah, that, they yeah, scored it. They were like ba 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 balloon. Feels, that feels very eighties, actually, though. Yes. Not to just leave it. Yes. Um, which could which could well have been on purpose, and I also quite like um, some of the horror. Would a criticism of it could be it was a little bit schlocky, mm. uh, but I think that adds to it. And kids that age. Yeah. We we. Our terror is their terror. Yeah. Like what? How afraid they were on screen. Yeah. Was like palpable, and you feel yeah. too. So, and kids that age would be terrified by the schlocky things. Yeah. So. Especially, especially like, yeah, if, if they've been built up as uh, people you care about. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. But and also thinking about it, like this, because I wasn't. I'm never about like remakes or readaptions mm. or whatever you want to call it. Because yeah. it's not, it's technically it's like it's Yeah, it's a brand film. new adaptation. But yeah. um but I'm always still a bit like because I just feel like every time they do an adaptation now it's like it's just everything's turned up to like eleven, it's all like yes. all the CGI and all the like the new mummy film was meant to be terrible and it's just like they yeah. just want to overdo everything because they're just like box office, box office, it's gotta be like it's gotta be like the Marvel films, it's gotta be like have loads of effects and you know just pushing it and pushing yeah. it. Yeah. And they could have definitely done that with a scary clown. They could have yes. made it so much more just a film about a scary clown. Yeah, absolutely. And there would have been people who'd have eaten that. For yeah, breakfast. definitely. But they made a very smart, emotional film. Yeah. In many ways, the um, that sort of stand by me storyline about these mm. children and their coming of age and their friendships was almost more interesting than the. Yeah. The, I think you could have just watched a film about that. Yes, it's, it would have been gorgeous. Uh, it was extremely funny as well. That's it something was. that... Um, yeah, there was... The book is very funny, and I think they recreated oh, a lot of that in the way the kids talk to each other. It wasn't unnatural. They weren't, like, being so sassy like kids never are. Yeah. They, they spoke, like, yeah, fun, exactly, like, intelligent like, children. Like, like what children actually speak like, yeah. which is nice. It, it was really nice. See, it felt really natural, and they were, the acting, I, I can't... I can't go on about it enough. For me, that girl who played Beverly, I was like, well, there's a best supporting actress. I know, no, she's great. So good. She was, I, 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 um, I got so attached to her, I was just like, oh my God. I, was mm. so, like, I felt so, you know, when protective. When she all her oh, hair off God, in everything. the bathroom, and we, got, we don't quite know why, but we can guess why, and she's cutting her hair about, off going, this is what you did, this is what you did. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's very, um, it's never made explicit what, she means by that, yeah, but, but you can. It's quite chilling. It's quite chilling. I'm glad they didn't make her weirdly sexual. Yes. Not yeah. that, Not that I don't think that's legitimate. 
but just no, as, absolutely. As a, the I think film it could didn't work better her... in a book than a film. Yes, the film didn't make her like, hey guys, she's sexy, you know, thirteen but sexy. <laughs> they made it that these boys find her so yeah attractive because she's the girl hanging out exactly with them. yeah and there was less of it as it went on it's almost as if she realizes her character knows that she has a hold over men yeah um because of her dad yeah and as the film goes on she does less and less of that with these boys mm. who she's been hanging out with she just is, becomes yeah one of them. yeah that's true um, yeah. she says at the end doesn't she oh when i because they call themselves the losers club she goes, whenever I was hanging out with you, I never felt like a loser. <laughs> and it was so... Yeah, I, I uh, did cry real tears, guys. Did there we go. First, the first Sue's tears for many years. Yeah, there's that. I think the last one's when I read It, age 15. <laughs> you only cry about It. I only cry about It. I've tried other Stephen King and doesn't make me cry. So. Have, you read, have you read much other Stephen King? I have, yeah. I think the first one I read was Misery. Oh yeah, I was about thirteen when I read Misery. That was very scary. Um, I've read It, The Stand, uh, Carrie, mm-hmm. Christine. Which I just forget how many things he's written. He is and a machine. What an amazing array of stuff like The Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, but also Carrie. You know what I mean? Yes, yeah. And he wrote Carrie pretty young. I think he was about twenty-one when he wrote Carrie. Yeah. It's his first book. Um, which and it holds up. Strangely feminist. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I never I, I never think of him as I think he's a very intelligent guy. I haven't yeah. read enough of him. I uh He can't end a book. Like, no, it's I've, true. I've heard oh. this is I've heard this is true. <laughs> that I can relate to that though, definitely like like you know, you just kind of everything just gets too wide and yeah, too, too much too stuff much. going on and, like, yeah. and it finishes. Yeah. Um yeah. I, I started reading Salem's Lot and then <gasps> Yes and then the Salem's Lot. Free yeah. sample ran out on Kindle and I was like, I don't want to <laughs> so I'm probably going to go to the library and see how much Stephen King they have because yeah because check it out it's always a good read mm. even books like there's books of his that I don't like like Thinner there's mm. a book called Thinner which is ridiculous it's a, <laughs> it's a book about they made a film of it which I've never bothered to watch because 95% of Stephen King adaptations are terrible yeah. uh, so it was nice to see a good one today um, yes I'd say this was by far the best Stephen King adaptation mm-hmm. maybe Shawshank Redemption actually Shawshank um, Green Mile maybe Yes, yeah. The, there's a couple uh, non horror ones. A, yeah, 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 I think the non horror ones are easier probably to. Yes. Um, yes, he wrote this book called Thinner, which is about a very overweight man who <laughs> runs over an old gypsy woman, okay. kills her, goes to court, and gets away with it. Because um, he doesn't do it on purpose. And a very, very old she woman or man, yeah, puts a finger to his face and goes thinner, and he he starts losing weight at an alarming rate. Um, and at first he's like, "It's so great, I'm losing so much weight." Then and he's then like, he's "Losing like... too much," and then he's like, a skeleton, and um, he wants the curse reversed, and he's like his lawyer's being cursed as well, oh. but not with thinner, with acne that's so bad his face is like falling apart and stuff. Ooh. It's yeah, it it's it's. But it's fairly ridiculous. Like how I've just described it makes it sound like a lot more. I mean, it sounds like it sounds like a morality tale, except yes. that he didn't mean to run her over. No, it was. An so what's the I think he for? was. I think his wife was like playing with his bowels or something. <laughs> they made him crash the car. Good. Um, the end of the book is he's given a pie that if he eats it, it'll stop the curse. And his wife and daughter eat it, and they die. So he goes, "Oh, yum, yum, yum!" So he dies too. That it. So Stephen King cannot end the book. But yeah, I mean, 
But I guess if you write so much, some of them are going to be terrible. Yeah. But you know, I think it's worth it for the for the Shawshanks and. Yes. Um, yeah, the Shawshanks got a wonderful ending, and I think its ending really works. And the stand, the stand mm. is brilliant. Sorry, go back to thinner. Oh Jaws, yes. Jaws lost a stone and a half during Fringe. What? I could. This is Eleanor's boyfriend, guys. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I know. I, I he just, lost a stone. I just and keep forgetting we're not just talking, but um. He's a lean man. He's a very thin man, and then we were sitting. I tell you what it was. We were sitting in Sunil Patel's show, which right. is very good. But yeah. just, I happened to, Josh was next to me, I happened to glance over and I just thought, his leg was thinner than it normally is. <laughs> and then from then I was like, just you, because I didn't see a change in his eating. Right. But he said yesterday he'd lost, like, yeah, he was down, like, probably, he's probably underweight now. He worried off all that weight. I think so. I wish I could do that. But, um, uh. so yeah, so now I'm kind of like, God, you better put some weight on. Jaws, okay. hey, eat something. I can't Pasta, believe it. That's cheese. a lot to lose in a month, though, isn't that it? That is a lot to lose in a month, even it's if you're scary, a scary, even if you're, yeah. God, I always lose weight in Edinburgh, but it's like five pounds. Yeah, exactly. So I, I never, um, it's I had a... to walk up a hill every day and I still don't think I lost any weight. Oh, uh, you probably packed on muscle. <sighs> yeah, that's true, that's true. I Thinner, I'm cursing that. you. Yeah, yeah. Thinner. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, Gypsy Curse, that's always fun. But <laughs> I, I should read more Stephen King. I was going to say it's weird because I, f- I never used to read horror as a child, but I used to read true, like true supernatural, oh, okay. funny ears, um, supernatural horror stories and things like that. Yeah. But I would never read books, I think, because I found them more scary. Right. Because they were trying to scare you. Yeah. Whereas these were just like, here's some weird stuff that happened. Gotcha. But right. I still find them scary. But yeah, I never read any Stephen King. Yeah. But I should have done, obviously. Stephen King is, um, he's prolific. <coughs> Way Sorry. Sorry, Ron. And Coke. It was just he, a... He's, and he's so prolific. I don't know how many books he's written, but it must be in the 30s, maybe. I believe, did Donald Trump block him on Twitter or something? Yes. There's, another, there's some yeah. other really good reasons to think Stephen King, I think one of his most wonderful, um, examples of writing is his Twitter account, which is brilliant. He is very good at Twitter. Yeah. No, I think he sounds like an all-round good guy. Yeah. So, um, I think he's. Oh, yeah. I think he's a good fella. Ugh, sorry, you were because of all the alcohol. Um, he's and he was. He has said publicly he's very impressed with it. Oh, good. Oh, The Shining. That's, nice. that's another amazing Stephen King adaptation. Oh yeah, of course. He he didn't like that one. No, he hates I heard that. The Shining, which is why. Ridiculous. What's do you know the differences between the book? He and the says movie? yeah, there is a lot of difference between the Shining book and the Shining film. So Stephen King made um, a three or four part mini series, which is based entirely right. on the book, and it is fucking terrible. <laughs> Ooh boy! It's, yeah. It sometimes, is, sometimes it stinks. Sometimes you change the source material for good reason. Yes. Um, but here's a question: I, I asked Joseph the other night, and he didn't yeah. know. Um, why at the end of The Shining? Yes. He says you've always been here. Yeah. And then he's in the photograph. What is that saying? Yeah, and what's the so is it? Are they? Saying, I don't remember if that's in the book or not, actually. But you know what I mean. It's like, what, what, well, that's kind of a creepy thing. But then you think yeah. about it, like, well, what does that mean? Does that mean he's yeah. always lived there, like he's a ghost? Or You've always mean, been here. So what, from the dawn of time before the hotel was. Yeah, built? it's like, oh, are you a ghost? So did you hallucinate that you had a family? From, yeah, it's weird. In the seventies, what's I don't yeah. understand. Very strange. So it's like when you think about it for more than a minute, you're like. I'm really confused. Yeah, I think that people say The Shining is a perfect film. People, I've heard, I have heard it said, mm. The Shining is like posited that The Shining is a perfect film. I think in many ways they are right. It is mm. stunningly made, but there are various things in it where you're like, 
seriously? Like, we never see Jack Torrance go mad. No. We see him normal and in the hotel, a bit like, Ugh. and then one day he just wakes up and he's like, oh, I'll kill work and no, please. Yeah. Uh, I'm so sorry I keep bringing him up, but Jill's, <laughs> Jill's made me watch About yeah. Schmidt, which I've never seen. Oh, yeah. And it's like one of his favourite films. And I right. really liked it. And it was the first film that made me like Jack Nicholson. Ah. Because he always just plays horrible people. Yeah, he does. And he plays them so well. And I'm just yes. like, is this just Jack Nicholson? Yeah. I liked Beverly's outfits a lot. Yes. And I wondered if that was weird. And bearing in mind it was set in the late 80s, the outfits were kept very similar to what's described in the book. Oh, okay. Uh, which is obviously in the sort of 1958, um, which I thought was very clever because mm. they're suitably 80s, but yes, they sound very similar to yeah. what's described in the book. Yes, this and the idea that some of them don't quite fit her. And yeah, I was going to say, like, obviously if she's going to be, if she's quite poor, then she probably isn't going to have really up-to-date fashion anyway. Yes. She's written in the book as being tall for her age and very beautiful with this red hair so she was very um they cast her very well yeah because i thought she was older for the first until i saw them together yeah and then you go like oh yes girls do grow yeah and i was like remembering it i was like i remember when like we were taller than boys for a bit yeah yeah it never happened no i mean i wasn't much taller (laughs) but then suddenly they're massive and then you're like oh that's that then yes okay but no (laughs) Good, good fashion in the film. Um, yes, they did well. The very Stranger Things, obviously, because it's set. Yes, uh, Stranger the, Things was set in the early eighties, and this was set about five yeah. years later. I think it's totally like I, th- I definitely think it was a heavy basis for it because it's about yes. a group of children. Um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and like the bikes, what do you, what are they called again? The type of bikes. Oh, what the chopper? Yeah, choppers. Are they all choppers. Yeah, some of them were choppers. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, very. Because I think in Stranger Things as well, they've all got... There wasn't And much... again, like a missing child. Yes, absolutely, yes. That Stranger Things, definitely, um, I felt like some of the monster design was very Stranger Things. Mm. Um, yes, it was fit. I, I, uh, I highly recommend it. I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to seeing it again and sort of taking it yeah. all in again. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad we got to see it in a cinema of like... How are we going to get better sound? No, it was great. And there were no trailers. It was great. Oh, yeah, it was really yeah. good. I'm going to go to nothing but previews from now on. Yeah, let's get more of those. Yeah, they said it sold out in about three minutes. Didn't yeah. They? So, yeah, we did. And I had no idea about it until four hours ago. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, didn't I message? Didn't you? Because I'll get the message about 20 past six, like uh, 20 past five. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be there. Um, <laughs> yeah, and also I didn't know what you were talking about because you were like, um, do you want to come and see it? And I was like, what's it? It, you say? Why well, Sue's being so coy? <laughs> yeah, and then I was like, oh, it's because I remember I, I did remember that you were excited about it. Yes, I feel like like I read the book when I was fifteen, and then immediately went and sought out the nineteen ninety miniseries and watched that on VHS, and was just so disappointed by it. Oh. So for me, it was nice to see it finally. Yeah, and I had a copy of the book that I ruined by annotating and shoving paper clips with yeah. scene markers in there so I adapted it for film nerd um, what a nerd <laughs> what is uh, it that appeals so much about I think good storytelling I think this sort of loss of innocence yeah it is excellent storytelling and the characters are brilliantly drawn um, but I I found I don't know age 15 I, I found it very emotionally involving and yeah the idea of the loss of childhood yeah. and fear of the fear of being a child and, and what's ahead. Yeah. Um, Period. I, uh, I, yeah. 
periods and that. <laughs> I just thought it was very well done by the book, and I I remember reading it over and over again. Mm-hmm. I reread reread it and reread it, and I remember it quite well now. And I definitely haven't read it since. Yeah, probably a, I may have not even finished uni, so definitely over ten years. Yeah, it's made me want to revisit it, but I feel like I've been waiting for the film I saw tonight. Mm-hmm. I've essentially been waiting for that since I was fifteen. Yeah, and although I don't think what I saw was absolute perfection, because you know it's never going to be. Though. No, it is never going to be. And getting rid of the non-linear uh, narrative, I was like, ah, but that's kind of the whole point, me. But they but, did a really great job. Yeah, and I'm not sure that would have even worked in film though, because probably not. A no. lot of a lot of things, a lot of bad adaptations, don't think enough about the difference between film and, and this is it yes and narrative is story and they had they changed enough and kept enough the same like the house on the bolt street um i immediately said oh yeah it's perfect yeah like, this, they they've done this perfectly um does does stephen king cuz uh i'm uh, i like anything set before 1950 I'm, right. I'm, I'm weird uh does stephen king write any period pieces oh I can't think of any he wrote one it's not set before 1950 he wrote one about a guy who keeps finding a portal he finds a portal in his office or something that goes back to 1963 oh yeah and he always goes back to the same day in 1963 and can stay there as long as he wants yeah oh but but at a cost when he comes back he's older and the present day has remained the same. Like a terrible Narnia. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much oh, it. And I should also say that I realised that it is the Boggart from Harry Potter. Oh yeah. <laughs> so clearly that's essentially the same thing, but but it's, it's JK. JK has been JK knew. She knew. Hashtag she knew what's hashtag all. she knew. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I should I should I should read it. I'm very yeah, I'm, I'm so bad at reading things that aren't set in the past because I, I, I need <laughs> it to... It is set in the 50s. That's true. <laughs> I, do, I need my escapism to be different era. Yeah, this better be a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it better be absolutely nothing I can relate to. Yeah. Um, but no, I, 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 will, I will go and read it. I'm trying to think if there's any other good horror films coming out. Or spooky films. Who's that um, new Darren Aronofsky with Jennifer Lawrence? Oh, yeah. Is she... Mother. Is she... Meant to be married to Javier Bardem. Yes, she's why 25 they, why years. Why do they keep doing that? We, they, I am sick of being asked to buy Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, Jennifer La- yeah, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. As like a 35-year-old woman. I don't get why they keep doing it. I think I she's know. a great actress, but I she's don't brilliant, see yeah. why they keep casting her as sort of either a weird weird relationship gap, age gap, or as an older person. They cast her in American Joy. Hustle. Yes! She's waiting. And in Silver Lion's Playbook, she's with Bradley Cooper in that. In Silver Lion's Playbook, I think she is meant to be quite young in that. So it's, there's more of a thing. Yeah. But in, in American Hustle and a couple of other things. Oh, ridiculous. And it, but in Joy, she is um, a, a mother. Uh, and she'd have had to have the kids in this film aged like 11. Yeah. Or something I just, like I don't understand everyone's... I think everyone's like, she's such a good, serious actress. Yeah. But then they're not writing enough good, serious parts for younger women. She can play any age. Like, she can't play any age. No, she looks 25. She looks like her age. Just write better parts for 25-year-olds. Why is she married to Harvey? Why is she married to... And, and like, Michelle Pfeiffer's in the film, in that mother as well. And she's married to Ed Harris, and he's about 12 years older than her. Yeah, I just, I, I, I'm so sick of, I'm so sick of this older man, younger woman pairing. as like, a thing that should be fine, because it's just like... Older men accept that women your age are good enough to marry. Yes. And 
yeah. stop stop putting young women with with people who can't really who aren't really. It's not always very believable. No, yeah, exactly. And it's I almost just, yeah. become a thing where if we see like if Harvey Bardem was in the film married to Michelle Pfeiffer, yeah, we'd go like. Oh, yeah. Cool. Or if it was set 100 years ago. Yes, yeah. You know fine. what I mean? And he'd lost one wife, so he'd find a new <laughs> wife. Who is not married and thus? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. But, so yeah, I, I don't know if that looks new. But it, it looks interesting. I like the way the title has been stylized as lowercase with an exclamation mark. It's like, mother! Mother! I think, do you think they're picking up from the, the vitch with the whole interesting oh, typeface thing? Yeah, yeah, I think, yes. Um, Quite right. Uh, mm. You know, my favourite genre of film is spooky gothic, but not actually scary. Which is a very rare genre that you very rarely actually get. What kind of films is that? I'm talking about Sleepy Hollow. Oh, yeah, right. I'm talking about sort of quite camp, kitschy films that aren't aren't scary or traumatising. Just, they've got a nice atmosphere There's probably a lot of those in the 70s. Basically, almost like ghost stories. Mm -hmm. I think there's not really... Such a, this is, I think people put ghost stories into the horror genre, but I think that's actually a different thing. Yeah. And I would like to see more ghost stories. Select films. some hammer stuff. Yeah, but just not films that are just schlocky and full of lots of jump shocks. Just the films yeah. that just make you feel a bit uneasy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, I wish there was more of them, but, you know, what can I say? Like, maybe, yeah. I never saw it, but what was the... Qu- Quilliam Torin... T- t- he's a Spanish guy. Oh, uh, the orphanage. Uh, is that him? No, Guillermo uh, del Toro. Yes, uh, the one. No, Crimson Lake or something. What was it called? Oh, yeah. No, sorry, I've had too many drinks. No, so have I. What was it called? Too many drinks, too many clowns. It's called Crimson something. Was it? It was with Mia Wachikowski or whatever her name is. Oh yeah, no, sorry. It looked like a really silly gothic kind of. Okay. I just want more gothic films. I think. I think. Right. More gothic. More gothic. Well, um, I mean, do we have anything else to say on Stephen um, King's It? How long I'm have we done? Probably eight. Oh my god, we've done over an hour. <laughs> We're so good at talking. I think... Um, no, I think I would recommend that as a film. And uh, yeah. it's very well done and enjoyable and very... Um, what's the word? Involving? Yes. Yeah, everybody go see it. Yeah. I highly recommend it myself. Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing it again. I might see it on the day of the actual release. Wow. That's uh, only two days from now. So I know, it's keen. not far away. We are on Wednesday night. And uh, I think on that bombshell, yeah. I'm going to say thank you, Eleanor, for joining me thank last you. minute at it. That's okay. And it's my pleasure. Don't let... Oh, do you want to plug anything? Um, you need a blog? I don't think I've got anything to plug. No. Tony Law on Ice, I'm doing that. Oh, you do doing yeah, that? Yeah, I'm doing Tony Law on Ice. Are you ice skating? I am. Um, <laughs> come see that if you're insane. I think it's the 14th of October, 15th. Fabulous. And I'm doing my show from Edinburgh again on the, uh, really on the 8th of October at Angel Comedy. So. Brilliant. Come see that. Well, guys, I've, I'm doing my show, Sue's on Film, about Ooh. films. Um which annoyingly is the title of the podcast. Who? What are the odds? Uh, what? I'm, yeah, I'm doing that on Tuesday the 12th of September at the Phoenix Artist Club. I'm doing it on the 28th of September at Wood... Oh, Green... <laughs> <laughs> Green Rooms Hotel. Just That's Google her and then... Just Google me. Fucking find hell. all the 12th of October and 30th of October. Anyway, look it up online. Don't yeah. be a dick. It's, it's a long enough way for you to put it on Twitter. For people. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, but 
Thank you. Um, <laughs> we all float down here. Want a balloon? Bye. I hope that's given you a good insight into what happens when two drunk female comedians, uh, which is a genre, have not been drinking much recently and go and watch a clown terrorise some children. Uh, yeah, seriously. Go and see the film. It was fantastic. I hope chapter two doesn't take too long. And I'll tell you something else that won't take too long. The next episode of Sue's on film. I'll release it next week, guarantee. Tens of people across the UK rejoice. Meanwhile, follow Gareth and Eleanor on Twitter, at Gareth Joyner and at Eleanor Morton, very easy. And follow me, at Suze UK, S-O-O-Z-U-K. Not as easy to remember, but easy enough, not too difficult. 